We could have seen Brad Pitt, could have seen Nicole Kidman, could have seen Mel Gibson, could have seen Will Smith, could have seen Wesley Snipes of all fucking people. But no, we see little fat Manny from <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sidetracked. My name is Mitch Parry, and joining me again through the screen is the one and only Nicholas Ryan, Frowny Brownie Town. How you doing, mate? Oh, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Ryan. So, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm um, I'm a bit of... I'm in a bit of struggle street at the moment, Mitch. I, I've got oh, to, like, what's going on? something's going on in my life. So a, a couple of my friends, a couple of my best friends had a baby. Um, oh, okay. Recently. I haven't been able to see the baby due to quarantine. Yep. Uh, yep. And I'm wondering what the hell do you buy a baby? Because I'm having this issue where I like, when I give someone a gift, I want to be thanked for it. And it's, you do, and you a, do. You, <laughs> a little you baby. Don't buy, you don't get someone anything without, you do it for personal reasons. Exactly. I'm a selfish prick. I don't exactly. give it. I don't give it for you. I give it for me. <laughs> it makes me feel better. Fuck your baby. And the baby ain't gonna say shit. And the baby's no. not gonna remember. And at the end of the day, like parents know way more about what the baby needs. It's like, what's gonna happen? Oh, great, Nick. We got another pair of socks. Great, Nick. We got another blanket. It's gonna grow out of it in three weeks. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I hate kids, man. So like, <laughs> good opener. Good opener. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I don't hate kids, but like, if I'm going to buy a present for a kid, you know, fuck him, get him something shit. <laughs> that's, just, that's my advice, man. But like, it's annoying because like, because he's in quarantine, it's like, I don't know how old the fucking baby is anymore. It's like three. I don't know. <laughs> how long's quarantine? quarantine the parents are like, he's 47 months. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Speak, speak English, dickhead. <laughs> I, I hate that. It's like, where is the cutoff where you can just say, it's two years old. It's like, it's not 26 months. It's two years old. And then, oh, I fucking hate it. Yeah, my, my 21st birthday was the worst when I come out. My mum was like, he's 1,031 months old. I'm like, shut up, mum. That'd be so funny. Do the math. Fun. Nobody do the math on that one, by the way. Yeah, I'm definitely not right. I was going to say, I was going to call you up and I'll like, let him have his moment. But How old am I? 300. <laughs> but like, and as baby, you know, babies grow so quick. It's like after, you know, I think it's three months old. I don't know how fucking old it is at the moment. But it's like, it's about three months or so. And it's like in a couple of months time, it's going to be old enough to get like the six month old clothes. And it's like, it's growing yeah. so fast. What's the point? I might as well just get the parents something that has some kind of relation to it. And I guess that sounds a bit better in my eyes, at least. I'll get a thank you. Yeah. Fuck me. If I, if I had a kid, like all honestly, all right, if I had a kid, <laughs> I don't know if I do or not, by the way, just like, <laughs> but, if I, but if, if I had one and say it was my kid's first birthday party and you come to the party, Nick, yeah. I've invited you to the party. Thanks, okay? buddy. You walk in, Thanks, buddy. you walk in, I do, you, you won't actually, be, but let's just <laughs> metaphorically speaking, you walk in. And you bring my baby something. I'd be like, sick. Oh, cool. Thanks, man. If you bought me a bottle of Captain Morgan, yeah. you'd be best mate. Absolutely. So, you know. It's like, what's the stupid fucking babies? <laughs> I need to ask, sorry. Can I, I need to ask a question quickly. I'm just going to change topic very, very quickly. So, yeah. I'm looking at Nick through webcam right now. Yep. What the fuck is around your neck right now? Mitch, is that a glow stick? Mitch, it is three wristbands 
combined oh, together God. to make a necklace and it's glow in the dark <laughs> orange and I I have I, I don't know I, you are I spoke, baiting me right now <laughs> I spoke about this recently on uh, like briefly on Backbone but the idea was it was my birthday last week and my parents made up a sign because when I was a kid and they thought I was autistic we've talked about my my autism yeah. in the past yeah, yeah. they um I was obsessed with orange so what would happen is my my mum would be shopping and I wouldn't let her put anything in the shopping cart that wasn't orange so it would oh, be no. it'd be oranges it'd be carrots it'd be pumpkins it'd be like I don't know cheese chips or something like that anything that's orange and I would be decked out fully orange mind you oh Jesus Christ <laughs> my mum would have to carry two shopping carts one with what she was actually buying and one with basically so I don't make a scene <laughs> at the fucking at Coles <laughs> And I feel so bad to put it through it. So they made me a sign and they got me all these orange stuff. And uh, it was Orange is the New Brown instead of Orange is the New Black, the TV show. And uh, yeah, I I felt pretty, I felt like a big man. Did you identify as a ranger up until you were like <laughs> ten years old? <laughs> oh my Just asking. god! I should honestly right now. I feel. Do you know bad. how people in like their Instagram as like he slash him or whatever and they want to be called frownies? Is just he slash him slash ranger. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, what else has been going on, Mitch? Is, uh, oh, not a info. lot. We got some info coming out of uh, last week, don't we? Oh, actually, I know where we're going with this. So we could actually turn it back to the redhead things. I think. <laughs> Yes. Nick Brown, is that where we're going I'm, with this? Look, I'm not saying it's the greatest segue in the world, but it's got to be up there, top three for sure. Nah, don't edit this shit. That's staying in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shows how well rehearsed. Yes. So, um, Nick, uh, I've heard a rumor that we've uh, we've we've reached out to Steve Hooker. Yeah. If everyone doesn't know, 2008 uh, Beijing Olympic gold medalist Steve Hooker. I found yeah. that out about four days ago, by the way. Um, <laughs> and why why isn't he on the show this week, Nick? I thought we were in for a pretty good chance. Well. <laughs> Steve, Steve's an acquired taste. He's a busy man. Uh, he's yep. got a lot going on. You know, his post two thousand eight Beijing Olympic career has been skyrocketing. <laughs> honestly, um, there's oh, rumors. It's crazy. There's rumors that he's going to be on the Masked Singer uh, next, next oh season. Oh my god! Um, there's a rumor that he's actually the person who spread the coronavirus amongst the uh, Masked Singer for last season, and that's oh why. My he, and that's why he got kicked oh, off. Steve. Uh, he was supposed to be on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. But then they realized he's not a celebrity, so he wasn't allowed on the show. <laughs> But I think the main thing, I think he got his, uh, he's got some Fortnite V bucks, and he's just playing the new season uh, of Fortnite right yeah, now. Something yeah, I, I think... can't do later. No, we'll talk about that a bit. More we'll later. talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of upset that Steve's not here right now, Nick. Well, the thing is, as you said, contact has been made. Steve Hooker, the redheaded good looker, has been contacted. His management has been contacted, yeah. and at this stage, like, there is talks that we could get the Steve Hooker. Pole vaulting extraordinaire, Beijing Olympic alum. Is that what? I don't know if that's what you say. Not 100% correct. <laughs> um, on sidetrack next week. Um, next week. Uh, Lizzie McGuire movie, This Is What Dreams Are Made Of, Mitch. I cannot oh. wait to talk to my redheaded friend. And honestly, with my ongoing autism now kind of being peaked up after last week's Orange Escapade, I feel like I'm just, I'm a lot of big words this week. <laughs> Do you think Steve Hooker's manager was the only person who wasn't worried to get a like lose his job after COVID because he only works one hour a week anyway? <laughs> <laughs> like, just ask it. Yeah, what, what do you do with Steve Hooker's fucking manager? <laughs> like, he just yeah, he opens Gmail for six minutes once a week. He's just staring at the phone, just like no, like, and, and then like after like twelve hours, someone calls. He's like, "Hello." It's like, "Hey, sweetie." He's like, "Shut up, mum. Someone might be Shut calling." <laughs> <laughs> He's 
just he's just sitting there in a house and Steve Hooker calls him from a crack den or something. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, get out of the crack den. What Steve, have I told get you? Get out of the crack den, mate. <laughs> Not against oh, these. And like all they they're almost like, oh, at this stage, let's just like ship these stories out to the uh, the news outlets, but they're none of them care. They're just like no. we don't care about a two thousand and eight pole vault, mate. Like it doesn't bother us. Oh, I reckon this is why Steve's gotta jump on the opportunity to be on the uh, the the two episode three episode deep sidetrack podcast, Nick. It's been the biggest work he's done in fucking twelve years. I, I'm I'm wondering where he, where we go from here. If we can get the Steve Hooker on oh. who's who's Bigger? Who, who I, can we get? Do you know the only person I think we could get that'll be bigger than this, Nick, is yep. the guy that try, attempted to beat Kathy Freeman in a run at Science Works, hit the wall, and broke his back. <laughs> <laughs> we could get that. That, that man memory on. is burnt into your brain. Isn't <laughs> I love that so much. Nothing will ever beat that, Tommy. Honestly. Uh, updates on like last week we talked briefly about YouTube rabbit holes, and we we're talking yep. about and like you brought up Pokemon, and this past week's been a massive week for Pokemon and as somebody who didn't give a shit about it I'm obsessed I'm now Dude, obsessed how with good all is these it? dudes and I like you know I'm, I'm very open minded obviously and uh, I have you know gone into your realm and I feel like I'm really enjoying it can you say the same thing Are you, have you been sucked into the uh, the toilet flushing community uh, so legitimately I, I, I Nick sent me a video okay <laughs> And I'll describe the video as briefly as I can because I only watched it for about 36 seconds. Oh, <laughs> it had like a million views, Mitch. Yeah, no, no. All right, I gave, it, I gave it a couple minutes. I think the video goes for about two and a half minutes. And it's a man in his backyard <laughs> that has, I can only describe as about 25 toilets. And the video is called Flushing My Toilet Collection. And he goes through his toilets one by one, all plumbed, by the way, Flushing them. And I gotta admit, by about the seventh one they started making fart noises. I don't know if you noticed that. And I'm just watching it. And I, like I, I've found it fascinating how different their toilets flush than our toilets, Nick. Why why can't you just open a meth lab like a normal person? Like why you end up fucking flushing toilets? What leads you to that moment? <laughs> How good would it be to go to that guy's place for a party, though? And it's like, it's 3am, you're piss drunk, you're outside, you got to piss on a fence. He's like, no, just use a toilet, mate. And you look, and there's just a wall of 40 toilets. You It'd start, be the fucking best thing ever. You start doing like a, a symphony. It's like, dun, 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 dun. Bum, 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 bum. The guy, no, it's, it'd be so good. Like, what a plot twist ending would it be if like at the end of that toilet video that you watched, he flips the camera so it's face cam and it's fucking Steve Hooker. <laughs> oh like, my God. It's like, that's what Steve's been doing the last 12 years. And all he says is, I'm back. It's, oh my God. <laughs> And the re- it's like the video was released in 2011. Nothing's happened since. Yeah, nothing's like- happened since. <laughs> he blew all the money he made in the Olympics on 40 toilets. It's the equivalent of like the band saying, watch this space, right? Like, you know, 100%. Big, big things coming and then nothing happens. <laughs> Oh, so, but if you if you're keen to hear what Steve Hook has been up to, make sure you tune into the show next week because I believe we're going to have a riveting interview with him, Nick. I've already seen some of the questions we're going to ask. I've got an Apple Watch recently, and my heart rate is at 163 beats per minute. Just <laughs> thinking about it, Mitch. <laughs> I am I am rock hard. My heart is racing. I cannot wait for my Steve Hooker, oh. the redhead good looker, to come on the show. So, Nick, we should. I think we're gonna we're gonna talk about a little story of something that happened. Uh, what about six years ago? Yeah. Uh, I, 
I guess this is stories from the vault. I don't know how we call this. These will just pop up whenever we can think of something that's uh, that happened in our lives that we were together that was really funny. And this this fits the boat. This is a wild story. And like the plot twist, I don't think I don't know. M Night Shyamalan couldn't pick this fucking plot twist. This like is peak 90s. A- <laughs> This is it is something that like I'm glad that me and you are still friends. So (laughs) people if like I could just like, oi mate, you'll never believe what happened. I'll call Frowdy. He'll be able to tell you it actually happened. All the times that you're like, oh god, I don't want to be friends with Frowdy anymore, but I'm like, (laughs) but we do have that story story. (laughs) So anyway, so back in twenty fourteen. Myself, Nick, uh, podcast wanker Nathan Custerson, and <laughs> 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 love him, and my our mate Sean decided to go on a road trip to Sydney Soundwave. Yes, um, fantastic. By the way, Sydney for music festivals. I thought it shut up Melbourne. By the way, yeah, but we don't talk about music. Music sucks. <laughs> Fuck metal music. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you could take alcohol anywhere, which was just fascinating yeah. to me because in Melbourne for like the longest time we were stuck in cages, and like it's only been recently where they've we've, we've been allowed. To to actually just walk around with our alcohol. Yeah, 100%. So we went we went to Soundwave and everything and um so Custo drove his car up. Yeah. And I think he had some kind of, you know, thought process cuz I bought the car, you do what I want to do. And yep. you know, to some extent it was an alright idea <laughs> until he had the shit idea when you got four 20-year-olds in Sydney who all they want to do is go have fun. Custo comes out with the line, "Let's go to Botany Bay." <laughs> Now, at this stage, I don't even know what Botany Bay was. I was like, <laughs> what? Like, where has he pulled this fucking thing from? And I actually thought, I'm like, this is him just going, he's having a power trip right now. He's literally just like, what can I get away with? Because I drove the car. And that meant nothing. He actually complained nothing. so much because he was never in the front seat. Because every time we filled the fuel and swapped drivers, one of us would just jump in the front and he was pissed off. He was so do you know mad. What he did do, though. He did sit behind me with drumsticks. He drummed on the back. <laughs> <laughs> fucking headrest until I gave it to him. But no, we so we, we gave in and we all went, beautiful day in Sydney, and we all went, fuck it, we got to go to sh- fucking Botany Bay. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, it's where Captain Cooked or whatever his name was come into Australia. Um, but Custo really wanted to go there. Really wanted to go there, Nick. But I think you, could, you can give us a lead up to what happened when we got to Botany Bay. So <laughs> get to Botany Bay and like there's, there's this big car park. Nobody there. Like, fucking no. I don't know why. I was like, I thought it was going to be this big tourist attraction. There was fuck all people at the place. There was all the roads in were closed off as well with yeah. signs saying TV filming. Yeah, and that was that was something that really kind of sparked our interest. We're like, ooh, TV filming. We thought it might just be like, ma- I don't know, MasterChef. I don't know what else. <laughs> Burke's backyard. Yeah. Oh, no, we can't talk about Burke. Burke's been cancelled. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like, oh, we, we fought a little bit of it, but we went into like this big center where they had all this all this historical stuff we're walking around and me you and sean are just taking the piss out of the whole thing like we've got accents on we're talking nonsense and just kind of absolutely <laughs> nathan's there, like looking around he's like he's like stroking his non-existent beard at the time <laughs> and just going like, hmm, hmm, interesting and we're all just like Aah! so we're <laughs> we're in this we're, all we can describe it as well, like Nick said, so we're in this car park. I think we were the only car in this car park. We go into... So this 
center we went into was like an information building. Yeah. I, I believe, and it was like it was you know I think it was like Aboriginal artwork all over the wall and whatnot, and there was no one in there. So I think we were trying to just get information on if we could park there or something like that. Like we just randomly stopped at this building, and all I remember is so Nick's going around. What was your? He was doing this stupid French thing, giving us an art <laughs> exhibition tour. <laughs> And he's, it was something, something next level. But Sean comes up to me. Oh, no. Good old Sean. And he comes up to me and goes, Mitch. I'm like, yes, Sean. He goes, look at the room. Down the end, there was a glass door. All the, all the windows were like fogged out, but there was a glass door you could see through. He goes, walk up to that glass door, look in, and there may or may not be Manny from Modern Family in there. <laughs> Fuck, did this even happen? <laughs> like, I don't know, Nick. Of all, like, and you can tell we're not making it up because of all the people we could come up with, Manny from Modern Family is not number one, okay? No, not the little fat kid, okay? The little yeah, fat not the kid fat from, kid from Modern Family. If anything, we, did, we, we, we would say Sophia Vangara, like the, the yeah. mum, the really attractive mum. But no, we fucking, we saw Manny. Manny. Got, and we did... I walked up to the door and there he was, just this little fat kid <laughs> sitting there, writing on some paper, and he just looks up and me and him have this weird moment where we make eye contact. We're the only people in this building. And he looks at me, I look at him, and I'm like, oh my fucking God, it's Manny from Modern Family. <laughs> and we're, like, we're looking around, we're like, I don't think we're supposed to be here now. No. <laughs> and he's got glasses on, and like, I feel bad with picking on like a probably at the time 15-year-old kid <laughs> for weight <laughs> issues. I don't know if that's the best movement we can go, but it was just like we're looking at him, and it's just... Three Australians, again, we're all over six feet, just staring at this kid. It would have been, imagine what the fuck he was thinking at this stage. He's like, I'm going to I'm gonna die. Like, he's going to come in and kick the shit out of me. I think one of my favourite memories of it as well is, so we end up finding, like, there was, like I said, we had this building to ourselves. It was us and a Z-grade celebrity from America <laughs> in the building. So we start to walk around and we found, like, a, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, like a mini, mini conference room with, yeah. like, a stage. And Nick was in there Still doing We just sat down in there Weren't allowed in there at all Nick is still doing His French accent And then just starts Yelling out Miss your manny Miss your manny (laughs) (laughs) That's horror movie shit Like this Like he's here He's he's just studying right He's probably getting Like this is why He has to He's education He can't go to school Because he's in fucking Australia In the distance All he hears is Miss your manny. <laughs> Miss your manny. It's, like, this is Texas J. Like, this is Halloween. Like, oh. this is every horror movie combined. That's fucking yeah. terrifying. I just, I just, I, I wish that I went back to that moment and just really appreciated being, like, you know, I just wish it was a moment I could go back to and just, because it's just so ridiculous, Nick. <laughs> we should have fucking so pretended ridiculous. to be his tutor or something like that. Been oh, like... is your Manny. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so that all happens. And then we're, look, the, t- like the, the TV's filming thing starts to make a bit more sense. It's not Big Brother. It's not, uh, not MasterChef. <laughs> it's not Big Burt's or whatever. Who the fuck you said before? <laughs> it's fucking Modern Family. They're and we're like, whoa, like, that's a pretty cool, like, at the time, that's, 2014, Modern Family was like one of the biggest, if not the biggest show on TV. Like it was yeah. huge. So we're walking around pretending like we're looking, but we're like looking for, I don't know, just 
exploring. But Sophia, Sophia, or whatever her name is. That's what we were looking for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, we're pretending like we're going to the beach and that. Uh, Nathan gives me a map, and I'm still in French mode right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and um, because he's like looking around, he's like, okay, we're gonna go over here. We're gonna go to the beach over here. Me, you, and Sean are just going. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to do any we of don't this. Care. And I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm the tour guy. Gives me the map. <laughs> He gives me he gives me the map, right? He starts walking in front and he doesn't hear it. I'm looking at the map I'm like, Mr. Steve doesn't need no map. Throws the map away. <laughs> about ten, mi- about about ten minutes later, Nathan goes, Oh yeah, where are we supposed to go? I'm like, don't know, threw the map away. I was gonna say there was a moment as well where we were walking and we're like, wait, wait, so we Mr. Steve has thrown the map away. We have no clue where we are. We didn't know which beach was Botany Bay. We didn't know where he'd landed. We had no clue. It all looked the same. But we started walking over a hill and this random guy ran out of nowhere. Like nowhere. And he stopped us. He's like, sorry guys, you can't go any further. He had all this stuff on. Like he had like a high, I think he had like a high vis orange top or something like that. And he's like, boys. You can't go here. And we're like, oh, what's going on? And don't yeah. we, we see his fucking lanyard? <laughs> He's like, no, because I said to him, because he goes, we're filming a TV show. And I specifically said, what show are you filming? And he goes, oh, no, nah, never mind. Nothing, nothing to worry about. Uh, <laughs> keep I going back the other way. Show? Ready, yeah, ready steady, cook, hopefully. Ready, steady, cook. <laughs> Team Capsicum. But anyway, he had this, <laughs> he had this giant, I can only describe what's Almost an A4 size bit of paper on his chest in big bold letters that just said modern family. <laughs> and he was like, These four Aussie, I fooled them. They had no clue what was going on. We'd seen the main star of the show, and then you're wearing a fucking line. You're not getting away with them. Mate. Just tell us where Sophia Fangara is, guys. <laughs> we'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah. And. The cra- like, and that was mental because, like, six months later or something like that, they started advertising it really heavily on Channel 10 that. Modern Family was coming, like, was in Australia for a few episodes, and we were like, "Yeah, we know, we were fucking there." Like, we, were, <laughs> like, we almost like we should have asked, just asked to be an extra or something like that. Oh like, my god! Looking god. back, but like, just of all the actors in the world, we could have seen, we could have seen Brad Pitt, could have seen Nicole Kidman, could have seen Mel Gibson, could have seen Will Smith, could have seen Wesley Snipes of all fucking people. But no, we see little fat Manny from. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about Manny the other day as well. I'm like, I haven't seen that guy, kid, in years. So you got to think, he's probably like 21, 22 right now. Yeah. Do you reckon he looks like Jacob from Twilight? He's just be fucking <laughs> shredded. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you reckon he's like, we're gonna they're gonna do a Twilight reboot? It's like Manny from Modern Family <laughs> as Jacob. <laughs> it's like, geez, he transformed oh himself, God. didn't he? I'm looking him up now. I want to see what he looks like. Manny, Modern oh. Family. I oh, still. Oh, he's got a weird beard. Oh, no! that's horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... He looks like a... Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, <laughs> he actually just looks like an older... He doesn't look any skinnier. He just kind of looks just like a slightly older version of himself. He doesn't really... Like, I'm looking at the other dudes. Like, the, the little kid, the, um, the other kid, he looks... He's a hunk. He looks amazing. I thought... <laughs> I saw you can say that now. I, I see. I, know, I was going to say, how old is he? <laughs> but like, I actually, a fun story, a legitimate story. At Coachella 2017, when I was there, I was there was a bunch of girls, um, like around somebody, and I was like, who the fuck's that? And it was the other kid. It was the other child who was from Modern, from modern Family. Fa- from Modern Fucking Family. I'm just remembering this now because I remember looking. And I was like, is that Shawn Mendes? Because he kind of looks like Shawn Mendes. Yeah, a little he does. Bit. And uh, and then every I saw someone like signing, taking photos, and they're like, I love Modern Family. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry, that's mine. Oh my that's god, mine. what was that voice? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was terrifying. I don't know what that was. I kind of went to a different place there. <laughs> you okay? Did you just black out? <laughs> that was like my half, half me, half like uh, ditzy teenager voice. I can't help it, Mitch. Oh my god. <laughs> but but um, if... if- you go. It's yeah. it's almost like Modern Family's just entrenched in our lives now. Like I, ba- I barely watch the show ever, really. But and I guess that shows how good the show is that I know just about every character without really watching any of it. And it, it's just followed us. I feel like tomorrow we might walk around and Sofia Vongara might finally be there. <laughs> <laughs> also on Netflix, um, I watched the new Adam Sandler movie, Hubie Halloween. And do you know who the uh, the the crush of um, Adam Sandler is? Who the Modern Family mum, the blonde one. No way! Are you kidding? Like, what's that two days ago? That, that just came on Netflix two days ago. Nick, if your life is being weirdly haunted by the cast of Modern Family, like, if you could have any show and for some reason some dickhead is decides to haunt you, it's like, you made an enemy one day and they're like, oh, I'm going to come back with Nick with a vengeance. The cast of Modern Family shall haunt him. Like, oh, man, that sucks. That's, that's the worst voodoo spell ever. Like, imagine the ritual like Manny will haunt you just like shaking all these things oh. you sit down at the dinner table and the dad from Modern Family has replaced your dad <laughs> it's like you, you look a bit different today like, shut up son <laughs> shut up son nothing's going on here god damn it oh well there you go uh that's that's a legitimate like most of that was legitimate in terms of uh instead of the voodoo spell that wasn't legitimate but uh, everything else everything else is 100 real we kind of just left and um i don't know if that was before or after we went to Soundwave, but uh it was definitely a talking point on the way home like what the fuck did we just see yeah no it was it was um it was something I never wish to happen again, yet want to experience so badly. <laughs> well, speaking of stuff that we don't want to experience again, but oh want God. to so badly, uh, George the LSD dealer, the, uh, the infamous George from Georgia, um, one of my favorite drug dealers, there has been developments that I don't, again, I've said this the first time we talked about George, I don't know if people are going to believe. Uh, last week, we record usually around the same time. So it's about five to six o'clock at night, around abouts. Uh, yeah, on, 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 Wednesday, on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday, when, and on Thursday, I put it up and do a little bit of editing um, and yada yada. And we're just talking, after the show, we just kind of chat about what's going on and maybe what we talk about next week, blah, blah, blah. Who knows what it might be. Yeah. And as we're talking, I get a vibration on my phone and it's George D'Alessia dealer calling me via Instagram. We this is not a word of a lie either. Like the timing for it, for like even Nick saying on the show last week he hasn't heard for three days because he thought I ruined his relationship <laughs> with him. <laughs> but like it's a hundred percent legitimate. Not making it up. He calls Nick, like I said, about five minutes after the podcast finished. So you couldn't you couldn't script it. You, so what happens is I I show Mitch the the. Um, like through Zoom, I show it through the camera and I'm like, whoa, look at this. And he's like, take it, take it. And I start recording audio because I was still, I've still got all my stuff set up. Usually it would take me a few minutes to get all it set up and I wouldn't be able to do it. But because the timing was so perfect, I just had to hit record again. And all of a sudden I'm having a conversation with my favorite drug dealer from Georgia. Um, I don't know. I feel like I we have to play it, right? Just to prove it. I'm going to play the whole thing because it goes for a few minutes and a little bit, yeah. a little bit kind of nothing happens really. But I will play about a minute or two of this. Um, this yeah. is a fully legitimate call. 
Um, I, I think the more I say legitimate, the more it sounds fake. But it's, yeah. it's I don't know how else to say it. It's a legitimate call. Every that time I you say legitimate call, the federal police are slowly creeping <laughs> closer to our doors. This is a fully fake call that does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we made up ourselves that I had with George the LSD dealer from the country, Georgia. Hello? Hey, how are you doing, mate? Hey, buddy, how are you doing? I'm fine. What about you? Ah, oh, you know, just cruising, man, just having a shoot in the breeze, you know how it is. Yeah, that's great. Uh, are you busy right now or can we talk right now? Oh, yeah, we can have a chat. Yeah, what's up? Uh, no, I'm just uh, wondering uh, which UG you prefer, mate, to calculate total price. 300? 300? Yep. All right. Wait a second. 10 x 10. Uh, it's 100 taps. It's 300 UG cost $7. And 100 x 3. No, 7. It's seven hundred dollar. So, uh, is that U U.S. What's what currency? Sorry. Wait a second. It's for USA dollar. Wait a second. We'll calculate it in, in Australian dollar, right? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so nine nine four one seven. Um, what I'm gonna do as I can. Uh, what I'm gonna do just because I'm. I'm just busy a little bit at the moment, but I'll just, um, I'll talk to my parents and um, I'll make sure it's okay with them and then I'll, I'll get back to you. Yeah, so do you prefer this one, this order? Pardon? Do you prefer this one? Uh, I mean, 10 extent of uh, 300 UG. Yeah. Yeah? But I just, gotta, I just gotta confirm from my parents because they don't like me doing naughty things. No. Oh. All right. How long time do you want, probably? Um, give me a day or two, I think, maybe. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted, buddy. Huh. So, Mitch. Yeah. Since that call has happened, um, first of all, wait, we talked about it afterwards. I might I might even um, chuck a little bit extra in there of what we were talking about after that call, just to show how, yeah. like, how fucking freaked out we were. But there, after that call, George has messaged me and called me about seven or eight times since, like daily. I'm talking daily at the moment. I have currently nine unread messages from George. I actually think I'm going to die. I think this guy, <laughs> think my drug dealer, who I had a slight crush on two weeks ago, um, is going to kill me. I, this is, I'm Manny in this situation. This is like another reversal. Like it's like somebody, instead of me going, Senor Manny, it's him going, Franny, where's, where's the fucking LSD? I'm going to send it to you. Do you know what's the best as well, Franny? When you're scared for your life about a drug dealer to, to you know, Put his phone call out in public. I really think it's the, uh, the best way to go about it if you're fearing for your life, to what? be honest. It's not like he has a recognisable voice. That's the thing. It's like, no one's going to... I don't think anyone who listens to sidetracks and go, Ah, that's George. I know him. He's, <laughs> he's my dealer. <laughs> no, George. Manny from Modern Family hears the show. He's like, well, we got the same dealer. <laughs> 
So, like, it's been days and days of him just messaging me all at the same time, all very much around this kind of two-hour period. He hasn't messaged me today yet, which it's probably around that time that he would. Maybe he's finally given up on me. But I'm starting to get genuinely scared. I'm like, what What if this guy isn't from Georgia? What if this guy's from, like, a few streets down, down the road or something like that, and he's actually really pissed off? Because now he's like he's like this dude who I've... Maybe he's actually printed these sheets of um, Chappelle Corby's Chappelle fucking, Corby. <laughs> yeah, autobiography, uh, 10 by 10 sheet of LSD, because that's the uh, the deal that, as you heard, I struck up with him. It ended up coming to like $950. And I was like, I'm not fucking paying that much. Sponsor me, dickhead. That's what I'm thinking. But like... And- have you got your parents' approval yet? <laughs> Have they come back with a yes or a no? Asked my mum, and all she did was just put dangle some orange objects in front of me. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> I got distracted. But that's... <laughs> Imagine that. Just like a two, like a, just dangly key. Just, just grabs an orange, throws it into a corner, and Nick chases it like a dog with a tennis ball. <laughs> Brings it back again, again. Again, talk- again. What are we talking about? Oh, who gives a fuck? But like, it really is at a at a point where I, I don't know where do I go from here. Do I keep do I keep him on the string? Do I keep messaging him? Uh, I'm getting a little bit scared, but Mitch, what do you think I should do? Well, I haven't got a lot of advice, Nick, only because A, when I tried to contact him myself. I got four messages in. And uh, so, look, I think George has a type. Um, It's kind of, it's a weird situation, I guess, for us. Or for you, I should say, because we had, we were trying to dangle it out. And, like, I thought we were doing a really good job at keeping, you know, George keen on us. And George, you know, he was like, we'll slowly move and we're like going on our first dance at a prom. And, you know, we just started the first dance and he's like, no, we're having sex now. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and he's just. George, where did that come from? He's just jumped the gun. Yeah. And I feel, I don't know if we can drag him out anymore because he's now going, 10 by 10 Chappelle Corby, 10 by 10 Chappelle Corby. It's like, and we're like, nah, give us a sec. It's almost like, you know, when you, when you nurse a bird back to health and you have to let it free you don't want to let it free but you you kind of have to this is what george is our bird like george we need to set george free out into the wild but you know what the worst part is and i didn't realize this until after i hung up the phone with you last week is that when he called me i I didn't really think about this he instagram called me and i had my face cam on so he knows what i fucking look like so he's he's probably looking at uh, anyone who's 6'3 and looks like a fucking wanker and he's like i'm narrowing it down i know he's from australia so that narrows it down to about how many people in Australia? 27 million or so. So it's about 10 million wankers in Australia. So like this, he's, he's slowly getting down. What if by next week he, he just sends me my own address? I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> but like, I, what happened to decency, Mitch? I thought drug dealers were supposed to be nice people. I thought they were supposed to buck the trend of being like, you know, serial killers. I thought I was like Seth Rogen and he was James Franco and Pineapple Express, but he ended up being the whoever the fucking bad guy was in Pineapple Express. I can't remember how that movie was. I'm always high when I watch it. <laughs> I just want to know, like, how terrible is this guy's drug dealing business going as well? Like, like seriously, you're, he's like, he's like, I do corporate parties, I do this, I do that. Frowny dangles a little bit of string in front of him, and this guy's like, here it is, I'm about to make the big time. <laughs> Yeah, like for him to keep chasing me for two to three weeks, like it's been two or three weeks now since this has happened. Like this isn't, he's, he, I don't believe he's corporate parties anymore. I don't believe no. he's supplying it for Apple and Google and all that. I feel like he's supplying it for his fucking, he's, I don't know what kind of shops, fucking, what's a cool shop that uh, no one goes to? Uh, uh, sanity. <laughs> <laughs> 
great answer. Fantastic answer. Yeah, he's, he's supplying the sanity staff because there is no sanity staff, bitch. That doesn't fucking exist anymore. It probably does in some rural areas, but like, oh I, Jesus, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'm stuck between a rock and an LSD, and like, it's like where. I just, I kind of want it. And that's the problem. I feel like I would easily be able to detach if I, because imagine the story. Imagine me next week coming in and going like, Mitch, look what I got, posting it online and just saying it's a picture, but everybody who knows will know what it actually is. And it's like, that'd be the coolest thing ever. I'd probably get arrested, you know, posting those pictures yeah, yeah, online. Yeah. But like, it would be incredible. And like, my girl Chappelle Corby will get more publicity. She's about to go on some show on Channel 7. Can't wait to watch it because she's going to pretend she was innocent the whole time again. It's going to be awesome. I hear drugs in a boogie board. Get me out of here. <laughs> God, I hate it when that happens. I hate it when that happens. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, look, me me and George are going through a rocky patch. He doesn't like me right now. Um, I actually might read the messages just to see because I haven't opened them what, in a long time. What, what's, your, what's your play, Franny? So what, what do you think over the course of the next week you're going to do to rekindle the fire? What do you think you're going to do? Like, you know, if he popped up on your Tinder, would you swipe right? I'd super like him so hard. Still, <laughs> like, oh. I'm like I'm like a go- I'm like a girl who can't get over his crush. Like a, her crush, its crush. I don't know. I'm, I'm a go- I'm Nick who can't get over my drug deal. Okay, that's the easiest way of putting it. So re- this is how it's gone. He video chat chatted me, and then he didn't understand a couple of things, and he says still didn't hear. You, sorry. The next day he says, "Hey, how you doing, mate?" On Friday he hey broed me, and then he video called me, didn't answer. Uh, video called me again on Saturday. Uh, on Sunday, sorry. Uh, then said, hey, dude, again on Saturday. And then yesterday he says, come on, mate. Why don't you text me? And then video called me again yesterday. I think you're playing a bit of hard to get, though, Franny, to be honest. I kind of love... I want to be wanted. I'm, I'm a very simple <laughs> you're, guy. You are <laughs> making chase. You are putting up the chase. But it, oh, I envy that because, like, it, it's, it's, it's hard when you're so in love with somebody, you know, to make them chase you even harder, Nick, and... You know, do you know what I reckon the only thing you could do if the challenge is up to get him on a video call so we see what George the LSD dealer looks like? I but know. I don't know. You're up to the challenge. Well, he he strategically um, black, blacked out his screen like a fucking sane person <laughs> instead of me who, like, when I looked back, like, when I was about to hang up the call, I looked at him like, oh, shit, I'm directly on fucking face. Like, he's like... <laughs> And like my eyes wide, like my eyes wide open. He probably thinks I'm on LSD when I'm calling him. Like he's just, this uh, guy's frothing for it. Yeah. That's why he keeps calling me because he's like, this guy's a fucking tweaker. Like he doesn't know what's going on. <sighs> oh, geez, Franny. But it's, I think next week's going to be a do or you know do or die for George. Well, it's um, it's going to be do or die for George. It's going to be do or die for Steve Hooker. It might be do or die for Manny from Modern Family. Like this. <laughs> who I knows? Like this show's holding on by a fucking string right now. <laughs> Look, and this is like we're going for like Z-list celebrities right now. I think George LSD is probably the most well-known person out of the three people <laughs> we just talked about. And it's like there's only one way we can go. We can only go up at this stage. Oh, 100%. But like I said, we're, we're, we're fighting for these people. Like, we think they want us, but we want them more. Um, whether they whether whether you get killed by George the LSD deal or fucking Steve Hooker pole vaults into my room at night. <laughs> like, who knows, Franny? Or I wake, it could be the end for us. Or I wake up in bed and Manny's next to me. I'm like, oh, what are you doing today? <laughs> I'd love that if we thought we were scared of George the LSD dealer, but Steve Hooker's the one we should be terrified <laughs> of. What a twist to the movie. What if they're all working together? <laughs> like, they're oh, all- my God. I'd watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. That's like Don't Fuck With Cats times 100. Like, there's all there's more twists and turns than ever. Don't but- fuck with Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with Manny. 
fuck with Matty. <laughs> and it's just a picture of him doing his homework with his glasses on from six years ago. <laughs> oh, jeez, um, Nick. But I guess that's until next week, right? Yeah, 100%. I think it's still, like I said, next week we should get... We, it's almost guaranteed we're going to get Steve Hooker on the show, all depending on his mag- management, like we said, who's super busy right now um, with his mum calling and whatnot and <laughs> working, work, working seven minutes a week. <laughs> but, yeah, so hopefully next week we hear from Steve. If, um, I might be doing the show on my own next week, depending if Brownie's still alive or not. <laughs> that, that's one thing to be waited for to see. If that's actually that's a plot twist. Come back next week, see if Brownie still lives. <laughs> Like you open the show and it's like, and we're joined, and we're joined by Franny. Franny, how you doing? And it's just George from L- the LSD dealer <laughs> with like, your face ho- on his. Yeah, I host the show now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh my god! Meanwhile, Steve Hooker's behind me with a knife to my throat. He's like, "Say pole voting's good, bitch. Ma- Say pole voting's good." Manny's on the uh, on the other Zoom line, just like twingling his fingers. He's like, "Now, this is what I want you to do." <laughs> You were never at Botany Bay. <laughs> it's like, I was never at Botany Bay. <laughs> I was never at Botany Bay. <laughs> Kill him anyway, I don't care. <laughs> oh, but, you know, that's a match made in heaven. Honestly, um, if you've been on the edge of your seat to see what Steve Hook has been doing for the last 12 years, join the queue because we all have. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, till next week, like I said, Steve Hooker, live on the podcast, um, hopefully, if his management will let us. And yeah, maybe uh, we'll, we'll check in with uh, Frowny and see how his uh, love triangle with Steve and Manny is going. <laughs> uh, see you guys next week. See you guys next week. Cheers.